everybody. Welcome back to episode 10 of the Reawakening Podcast. I'm Brian Ingraham. It genuinely is my heart to see our whole generation reawaken to walk in fresh, close, long-lasting, life-giving connection to the God of the Bible. And as I say at the end of every podcast, I genuinely believe that some people can fumble through this path alone, but everyone does exponentially better with help. That's what this podcast is about. It's about helping you take big steps forward in your relationship with God. And for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about like how God speaks, how God speaks generally in the Bible. And then last time we, we dialed in to, to ways that we maybe are trying to expand our, our awareness of ways that God might be speaking to you. It's, it's crucially important to learn how to perceive when God is speaking, but also equally, and where I want to go today, is talking about filtering what we might be hearing from God, because not everything that we are quote-unquote hearing from God is actually hearing from God. And there are a lot of other voices out there. Um, I know with a lot of experience, a lot of the things that I feel like I'm, I'm hearing connected to me and myself are just, they end up not being true and are maybe they're just part of my imagination or they're just part of maybe what I hope for or or I, I had a dream and I was hoping that it was a God dream but it ended up just being a me dream. And and so there's, there's a little uh, discernment, there's a lot of discernment needed when it comes to filtering what we might be hearing from God. And, that's, that's just me, but also there, there, there's a very active enemy who is trying intentionally to deceive, trying to deceive us as God's people, trying to trip us up, trying to trick us. We see that right from the Garden of Eden with, with Eve and, and working to deceive Eve. The enemy wants to deceive God's people. And so he uses very similar methods like dreams and like, you know, it's like we're feeling like this is what God wants us to do, or we're feeling like this is the case. But if we don't have proper checks in place, such as this is line up with the Bible or or discernment processes in place, we could end up quite a bit uh, off track. And so today I want to talk about this because when I started my sabbatical in December uh, this last year, in in 2019, I suppose it was, uh, when I started my sabbatical, I entered that season hungry, so hungry to increase my ability to discern when God was speaking to me about me. And I want to clarify that because I think it's a lot easier for us to discern when God's speaking to other people through you, for instance. Um, and, And why is that? Well, because there's there's gifts. God has given us spiritual gifts, and is and He's given us um, gifts mix to be operated to to help the body of Christ, to to help God's people out there. And so um, I've been given gifts. You've been given gifts to to benefit and to minister to people in the kingdom of God. And so that there's these spiritual gifts at work when it comes to that. Um, but when you're hearing for yourself, hearing for yourself is much more about your friendship with God as opposed to your spiritual gifts. And so um, maybe you find yourself you know, praying for someone and you feel like, oh man, I got a word or a picture for them, but why, why isn't it? So why isn't it that easy for myself? You know, I pray for them for like five minutes and I feel like I've got something to tell them. I can pray for myself for five weeks and be like, God, what do you want to say to me about this? What do you want to say about, uh, you know, about that? And and just feel like you get nowhere. Maybe you've been praying for like five years and you're like, God, why are you not speaking to me about this kind of stuff? Part of that is because uh, it is it is different to be hearing about yourself versus when you are participating in the body of Christ with spiritual gifts. 
in my leadership of the church, I I do hear from God and I, I do feel like I hear from God more clearly because it's Jesus's church and Jesus is the head of the church and I'm working for him and I'm and it's a body of Christ thing, which is again different than when you're just trying to hear from God for yourself, which is a friendship with God thing. And so if you want to become proficient in hearing from God, one of the first main things that you, you you need to be working on that we need to be cultivating on is our friendship with God, our closeness with God, and our and our, our quiet abiding with God. Now, as I said, when I entered my sabbatical this last December here, I, mean, I felt so hungry to hear from God. And so I, I dove in and, and I'd come through a season where I was so frustrated. I, I'd spent time, uh, years really fasting about things connected to the church, which I was hearing about, but then things also that I just wanted to hear about connected to me and a lot of silence, a lot of hearing things wrongly. And, and this had been going on for a long period of time where I, I'd been leaning in and, and trying and trying, trying to hear from God about certain things connected to myself, um, but just just either missing or, or being wrong. And so I, I hit my sabbatical frustrated. I'm like, okay, I want to grow in this area. And so what I did is I started my sabbatical with a 10-day fasting, and I and I just was like, okay, God, I, I'm, I'm just going to slow down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just spend some time meeting with you. Now, fasting is a regular part of my rhythm when it comes to seeking God and hearing from God. Three times a year, I, I fast for a week, usually January with the church and April and then in August. But here I was in December and I'm like, okay, I'm starting this special season and I just want to dial it down. I want to dial it down with fasting. And so so I did that. And, and then during that time, I also set up some times to meet with people. Uh, and, and I'll talk about that more in a moment, but meeting with, with other believers, because if I want to grow in discernment, I, I need to grow in humility and some of those health checks when it comes to you know seeing and testing if I'm hearing correctly or not myself by seeking to hear from other, from other people in the body of Christ. And, and then also I, I started picking up some books and I wanted to read and study this topic. Um, I, I have I have areas to grow in and learn in. And so, um, yeah, so I, I just started reading. In fact, the first book I picked up, I've mentioned it a few different times, was The Discerner by James Gull. And that and that just was right where I was at. And like, I, I want to grow in discerning whether God's speaking to me or not right now. I want to grow in seeing whether what I'm hearing is God or if it's just me. I suppose I also want to say that leading up to my sabbatical, probably just uh, about a week or two beforehand, I had a very significant experience. I went to a Freedom from Freemasonry uh, day, uh, and it was put on by uh, what it what used to be called the Glasgow Prophetic Center in Glasgow, and and it's just a day for for people who have Freemasonry in their family's past, and and I have a little bit in my family's past, and I know my wife has. Um, some in her family's past, and p- part of Freemasonry is 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 connected to uh, making promises and and commitments of your of your descendants to to the enemy. And uh, there's there's curses involved with that. And again, you can look at, into this more more yourselves. But but part of that is there's deception at, at play and spirits of deception at work, uh, very much connected to people who are descendants of 
of those who have made those kinds of vows, very much about deceiving as you go into Freemasonry, again, which I'm not really talking about right now, but you, you make some commitments and you, you go through these ceremonies where you're being blinded and, and where deception is very much a theme. And so going through the freedom of Freemasonry, is, part of that is, is lifting off hoods, uh, veils, things covering and, and deceptions that are, that are covering, peeling those back spiritually so you can see more clearly. Well, anyways, um, I'm sure that you have more questions about that. That's not really what I'm talking about right now. But if you want to grow in hearing from God, and really not, not hearing from God, but discerning that if what you're hearing from God is God, then uh, I have some advice for you. I have some uh, of some direction for you when it comes to how to grow. I suppose I've categorized these things uh, following, I guess, Patrick Lencioni's book. Uh, he, he has this book called The Ideal Team Player, which has nothing to do about discernment, but he, he categorizes the kind of person that you're looking for to be a part of your team uh, by assessing them in three attributes. Are they humble? Are they hungry and are they smart or are they people smart? And, and I suppose in, in a very similar way, I'm, I'm going to be uh, running through this, the discernment process of being someone who is hungry to hear accurately and to hear rightly from God um, by, by looking at these three words. Are, are, you, are you humble? Are you hungry? And are you people smart? Let's start with the hungry. Let's just start there because uh, just because it'll, it'll flow better this way. Are you hungry for nothing but the truth? Uh, are you hungry for nothing but the truth? For me, I entered the sabbatical just praying and pleading and desperate, so tired of, of, of not hearing accurately from times, like getting it wrong. Like, are you frustrated? Are you, are you, are you, are you done with, with um, just hit or miss hearing from God and discerning if it's him or not? Are you hungry to just be like, no, I, I want to increase in this area. I want to hear more accurately in this area. I don't want there to be deception in, in my life anymore. I, I want to go to war for this. I want to grow in this. If that's you, then, then I have a few directions for, for those who are hungry, for those who are really hungry. Uh, first of all, um, Hunger begins in going deeper in your friendship with God. And, and we've talked a lot about reawakening in this podcast, but, but, but setting aside, guarding times, big amounts of times where you're just going to sit and wait. You can't force God to talk. You can't force, you can't force it or whatever, but, but intentionality is big and blocking out times to, to hear from God. And, and in those times, cleaning house with your soul, like going through your soul and just being like, okay, what, what could be in my heart right now that is, that is confusing, that's bringing confusion as I'm trying to hear from God? Are there things that I want so badly that they're not surrendered? That, that's one of the ways that we can get tripped up it, by, by having things that we want so badly. Everything, if you want to hear from God, if you want to hear from God accurately, surrendering everything and even the things that you want most, that you care about most, laying them out before God. You, you've got to stay in a surrendered posture to, to be in, in the best receiving posture of what's really real. 
we just naturally intuitively filter towards our preferences like oh I oh I hear something oh I, I like that okay great or uh, I, I hear that I don't like that that's that's probably just my fear speaking or or, or maybe you're the opposite you you have a hard time receiving positive words and are really easy time uh, receiving negative words you, you know yourself know your propensities but but also just clean house and be like okay I am I, I have an issue if you lean towards negative I have an issue um, only expecting negative and I need to bring that to Jesus and I need to pursue truth there or I have an issue of only trying to hear positively and and about what I want and I need to surrender that before God but but cleaning your own house is really huge as you cultivate your your friendship with God. Right away, when I sit down and, I, and I'm going to spend some time trying to hear from God or discern from God, I, I'm going to be binding and inviting. I'm going to be binding evil spirits uh, of any kind, any spirit of deception in any kind. I'm going to bind and reject their work in, in my heart, in my mind, and in, in this moment. And I'm going to say no. And, and I'll just I'll just pray simply, you know, uh, any spirit of deception in the name of Jesus, I forbid you. I forbid you in the name of Jesus for for deceiving me right now, for for um, for impacting me at any in any way right now. And I bind you in the name of Jesus. I silence you in the name of Jesus, and I tell you to get gone from me in Jesus' name right now. Leave me alone and 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 don't come back. Uh, but I, I bind and I silence them in the name of Jesus. And and again, if Freemasonry is in your background, you know this is this is something that you definitely want to be doing, but something that everybody needs to be doing. And then I want to be uh, I want to be silencing my own imagination in 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 the self imagination way and I want to surrender that to Jesus and I would say God I surrender my imagination to you in the name of Jesus or, or I may speak to my my imagination I'll be like imagination imagination I surrender you to Jesus right now and and then uh, and and my mind I surrender my mind now in fact I say to my mind I say this is not the time to make things up this is a time to to hear from God and so I surrender my thinking and my 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 heart to God. Maybe I, I need to lay down my preferences. God, I really want this, but I surrender this to you, and I want to hear from you. And then I invite the Holy Spirit. I say, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come and fill my heart, fill my fill my mind, lead me clearly, speak clearly. And, and so there, there's this a setting of the table, so to speak, as, as we get ready to hear from God, a binding of evil spirits, a, a surrendering of our thoughts and our and our preferences to, to, to Jesus and inviting the Holy Spirit to come and speak to us. Now, I know that I say this all the time, but but writing everything down is so crucial when it comes to growing in discernment. I don't even know if you can grow in discernment if you're not writing things down. Because when you write things down, whether you think that they're right or think that you're, they're wrong, it, it gives you the ability to to learn from your experiences over time. And so, you know, it, maybe you hear something like, I don't think that's God. Write it down and then you can put question marks behind it. You can rate it like, I got this is a three question mark. Now this is a one question mark. It, it, it's I'm only a little bit curious for it. This is, a, this is a five question mark. I'm really, really doubtful that this is God. But you write it all down because even if you don't, if you don't, you know, figure things out today, which is not usually my experience, over time, as you look back, 
you can start to be like, okay, no, this was right, or this I this was wrong, and start to learn um, uh, the voice of God. And when He's speaking to you, I have an app. I have an app on my um, iPad. And I think it's called day one or something like that. One day, maybe something like that. And, uh, and I just try and record everything and, and then go back later and I'm, you know, I'll read in different times and different seasons when I'm feeling stuck in life. Okay. What has God been saying to me? And, and kind of filter those down. I, I write down my dreams and I, I write down when, when people send me words or, uh, they feel like God's saying to me, like if they send me an email or send me a message or a text, or if I'm, if I'm at a, uh, if I'm getting, if somebody's praying for me, then I'll try and write down what I'm, I'm hearing so that I can collect these things so I can learn and see what God's, uh, what God's saying. Again, it, it takes time and it takes confirmations and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to grow in discernment, you, you want to set the table and bind and loose and invite and, and surrender and all that kind of stuff. And then make sure that you set out to write everything that you potentially are hearing down. Another thing that is really crucial in this is in this process of learning to discern from God is double confirmations. Double confirmations, guys. It is it for me, I guess personally, I I want to just figure it all out myself. I want to be someone who's dialed into God and do, doesn't need anybody else to to help me in this process. Um, but you know what? If you're hungry, if you're hungry to hear from God, then you've got to be hungry for having as many possible inputs as possible. Now, some people, I, I think, maybe uh, look for double confirmations out of laziness because they don't want to see God themselves and they just want other people to just tell them like what, what God might be trying to say to them in any given moment. That's not good. That is not what we're after. But this is when you, you maybe feel like God said something to you, like God's maybe said that this is going to happen and, and, and maybe be a part of your future. And you're like, whoa, okay, let, God, I I ask you to confirm this, like confirm this with through other people or or in other ways. Now, maybe maybe at first, and maybe you'll be like, okay, God, I want you to confirm it to me directly. Like, I want to have a dream about this, or I want to have, you know, I want to have a verse jump out at me in the Bible as double confirmations. And those those are a bit of double confirmations. But what I'm looking at, what I'm looking for is body of Christ double confirmations. So as I, as I said before, you know, I, I started my sabbatical and I, I started this time of fasting and I and I, I'm hungry to hear from God. There's been a, a backlog of things that I'm confused about going into my sabbatical where I'm like, God, is this you? Is this what you're saying? And things haven't been uh, all that great in the form of accuracy when, I, when it came to hearing from God. And so I set up some times where I was going to spend time praying with some people. And I went out to uh, spend some time with some YWAM people. And for an hour, they kind of saw God. I didn't really tell them what was going on, um, but they just kind of sought God. And I and I took a copious amount of notes. I recorded it, and then I, I I wrote out everything that they said on a document so that I could access it easier and read it. And then also the same with um, some time with Emma and David Stark, and and just kind of praying with them and kind of just seeking God with them. And, and, and that's, that's a time where I'm, I'm looking for, like, God, are you going to speak to me through other people about the same things that you're speaking to me about? And you know what? Um, in those couple instances, not so much at the beginning. Not so much. And I, and I was a little bit troubled by that. But, um, but that's okay. That's okay. And, 
and time went by. And I, and I come to realize now that actually God didn't want my sabbatical obsessed with some of the things that I was seeking him about when I was going into the sabbatical. He had other things that he wanted to do in my heart first. And then coming out of the sabbatical, I started to get like, you know, an email from this person or a, a text message from that person. And I'm like, oh, these are really clear double confirmations of things that I've been hearing about in the autumn, but now all of a sudden, it seems like they're coming to the forefront. And and so, uh, you know, you can't really force the double confirmations, but definitely want to be seeking the double confirmations because the body of Christ helps helps us uh, clean clean up things that might just be might just be us, might just be our own optimism, might just be things that you you wish you could hear. And you know what? Honestly, I I struggle with this in my optimism and my hunger to hear from God, and and I'm sure I'm not alone. But but sometimes we want something so badly, we can we can actually also taint and twist um, other people's you know words to us to try and make it fit in what we want um guys it's one thing to be hungry but we also have to be really humble and surrendered through the whole discernment process and i I just can't say that enough like you can like try and twist every word and picture to to fit into the future that you want it to be or to, to match the word that you want god to be saying um, I just want to encourage you to stay surrendered, stay, stay humble. And this is where we kind of switch to talking about um, being, being humble. We can't make God speak to us. We, we, can't, we can't force him to speak, but we can, again, humble ourselves into the humble posture when it comes to hearing from God. We can humble ourselves with fasting and with tears and, and seasons of, of hungry, obsessive seeking, maybe like the persistent widow in Luke chapter 18. Uh, we, we can humble ourselves by submitting our behavior to God when it comes to holiness and, and obedience. You know, if, if we're trying to hear from God accurately, but we're walking in, in obvious rebellion against God, or we know that he wants us to do something, we're just not doing it, that, that's a problem. And that's going to impact our ability to hear from God accurately. If we're not walking in line with God, um, it's, it's harder to hear accurately uh, what, what God's trying to say to us. A lot of times it's like, get back in on track, get back on uh, in obedience. Um, it's also humbling to know that not everyone is perfect when it comes to hearing from God, and so you, you just really can't run at this at this uh, solo, just just by yourself. It, it's a body of Christ thing for for healthy hearing from God. I think the people who grow in this um, fastest and best are people who are surrounded with a few, like a community, like. Like four or five people who are going to run after this together. Okay, guys, we are going to we're going to meet together. We're going to pray together. We, we're going to seek God for one another, and we're just going to run after this. If you want to fast track your life when it comes to hearing from God, I don't think there's any better way than being someone who's writing everything down and then running after it with a few people, two, three, four, five people who are just like. We are going to be seeking together. We're going to be praying for one another. We're going to be seeking words and pictures together. In that context, you're getting uh, you're getting uh, regular potential double confirmations, regular checks. The more you aim to to pursue all this alone, or 
I guess I will include myself in there, the more we aim to do all this alone by ourselves, um, the slower and harder it's going to be. But the more consistent we have other people praying with us and seeking with us and us seeking that for them, um, just, yeah, just the, the way accelerated pace when it comes to growing in this area. But that takes humility. It takes humility to be like, okay, I need to, I, I, I need people. And I, and I, I need to commit to them, to seek for them. And, and we need to commit to one, to one another. Then when it comes to being smart, uh, you know, the things that I want to just remind you, know the Bible. I mean, again, daily, constantly, Bible-saturated life is, is one of the, the safeguards to, to being deceived by the enemy. The enemy can use the Bible. He can use verses. We see that example in, in Jesus' temptation. So you don't just need to know um, just like bits of the Bible or that, that what you're hearing is in the Bible, but you need to know the heart of the God of the Bible. And so that's why I just so, so believe in cover-to-cover Bible reading. The, the enemy likes to twist likes to twist what God's saying. And so, you know, one of the safest ways, one of the smartest ways to, to grow in this is just to continue to be Bible saturated. And besides, when you're reading the Bible and you're reading the words of God that he's preserved through the ages, you know, God is speaking. God is speaking. It's, it's, a, it's a great way to, to hear from him. Again, uh, when you're, if you want to be smart about this, seeking many confirmations. Uh, when you, if you want to be smart on this, you want to know the difference between what and when. Guys, I can't even tell you how frustrating the when question is for me. Uh, I, I, maybe for you too. Sometimes I feel like God's speaking and, and I feel like he's speaking clearly. And yet a month goes by, three months goes by, a year goes by, two years goes by, four years goes by. And, and I'm like, okay, I feel like God has said that this is what he's going to do. But, but when, but when, but when, and, and then I'll seek God on the when, when are you going to do this? And, and maybe I'll, a date will come to mind and then that date will come and go. And, and I was wrong. And then, and I'll seek God on the when, and, and again, the date will come and go. And I just keep seeking God. And finally, I, I, I miss so many when moments in my obsession for when is this going to happen? Happen, that I start to wonder if it's even God's word or not. You guys, th- there, are, there are reasons why we can get whens wrong. Uh, like, like, for instance, sometimes God does say, hey, here's a date for you. But what we may not know is that that date comes with some undisclosed criteria. And, and maybe God hasn't said all the things to us that are going to need to happen for that for that date to come about. Maybe things connected to you and obedience. Maybe things connected to somebody else's free will. But but as a potential date, maybe we're given potential dates and we want to lock them down as firm dates. And then when they come and go, we're like, oh, I, I you know, God must not be speaking to me. And I, I'm telling you, I, I get tripped up over this. I get discouraged about this this often. I am obsessed with timing and progress and and moving forward. But guys, if you want to hear from God, you're going to hear about some things that are just going to take a while, that are going to take a lot of waiting and a lot of patience and and a lot of things to click into place. In fact, they, probably the things you most want to hear about are so big picture that there's so many criteria connected. And yeah, just going to take a lot of patience and, and, and humility. I suppose another thing mildly connected to that is um, not only is there unstated criteria sometimes, but also I think... It's important for us to remember that there's a difference between prophetic poten- potential, prophetic potential, and prophetic reality. 
the the, the pre- prophetic potential is is often those like grandiose statements like you know I see that that God has you you know as you know some grand amazing version of you know something out there and and that's that is maybe your prophetic potential but in order to get there uh, it's going to require you trusting God at every step of the way it's going to require you to keep going and not giving up it's going to require you to continue to walk in humble wholehearted obedience to God and everything and, and I think that God does speak very grand uh, potential over people's lives most people do not meet that potential because of of veering or or compromising along the way. And so, you know, a lot of times God is speaking big things over over us, and yet there's a difference between God speaking about a potential and speaking about uh, a reality. And so maybe just as you're praying through things and you're trying to discern, hey, I feel like God says that, you know, someday I'm going to be, you know, this kind of global prayer impacting person. Great. Praise God. Um, what are the undisclosed criteria, God, that you want to talk to me about? Um, God, what what are what are the what's the path that, that I'm going to need to walk and what are my next steps and and, and all that kind of stuff when you can be asking when. But, but being aware that there's a difference between somebody speaking over you, your potential, uh, versus when somebody's speaking to you over something that's pretty set and, and, and pretty ready to go, just waiting for the right moment. And, and as always, guys, when we get it wrong and we get this wrong, I get this wrong, um, back to the humble. Don't give up when it comes to trying to hear and follow God. I, I, there's been times I've been so frustrated when, when I've heard like a date and it's come and gone for me personally. And, 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 I, and I just get so frustrated. I'm like, I, I, I don't even know if I'm hearing from God. I feel like I'm just making up everything. Okay, that's an overreaction. When it comes to hearing from God and discerning, it's, it's like a one-year-old learning to walk where you, you take a step, you maybe crash down. You take a few steps and you maybe crash down or you walk a little bit and then you kind of plop down practice 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 makes better and, and again you know learning learning to practice and learning to get better is writing things down and running with people that's that's the fastest way to to grow in these areas i, I suppose one more thing that i want to mention is if you feel like if you feel like it is god um and you, you feel like, you know, there's a good chance that this is God speaking. Um, I, I encourage you to step out in safe obedience ways. I, I call them safe, appropriate, faith-demonstrating ways. Um, what, what I mean by safe, appropriate, faith-demonstrating ways is, let's say you feel like God is, um, is saying, you know, you're going to be a, uh, you know, a worship leader someday, okay? Um, maybe a safe, uh, appropriate way is to start learning an instrument uh, or something like that, or maybe taking a vocal lesson or, or working on your people skills and, and, and thinking about what kind of leader you want to be and, and, and just kind of mapping out maybe a, a sense of like, okay, if I'm a worship leader, I want to be one who is not so self-absorbed, but one who's very empowering of people or, or whatever. Maybe you want to invest some money into a, a guitar. You know, I, I felt like when God was putting uh, on my heart to start this podcast, 
I, I stepped forward in faith demonstrating ways and I went out and I bought this microphone that I'm speaking into right now. I, I went out and invested in what I felt like God was doing. It wasn't going to break my savings. It wasn't, it wasn't this high, high, high risk move, but it was a, it was a safe appropriate faith demonstrating way um, it, when I when I felt like God has been uh, leading me in certain ways I, I often do this just to say to God God maybe maybe I'm right maybe I'm wrong in hearing from you at this moment but I want you to know that it is my heart to to follow you and and I think that this is you as far as I can tell and so I'm gonna take this step forward and often we take one step forward and then God reveals the next steps and the next steps and the next steps but again there's certain things that I've stepped forward on that that haven't turned out to, to amount to anything and and at the same time there's things that I've stepped out in and I'm now waiting for God to just reveal the next step and I'm just kind of in that waiting posture I've taken a step and I'm like God you see that I'm I'm hearing you and or I think I am and and so I'm just waiting but but I want to encourage safe appropriate faith demonstrating ways um, sometimes you know sometimes we are just tricked and we and we we get it wrong and so um, I just want to kind of caution caution you f- from from over responding and again it's so hard to say this because this is such a faith moment it's such it's such a personal individual moment but um yeah but i do think that there is something about hearing from god and responding in appropriate safe faith demonstrating ways anyways uh i think that's i think that's where i'm going to leave it today I really hope that that this has been helpful to, just to kind of I suppose ramble through my journey and ramble through some of my 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 processes of, of trying to grow in this over the this last season I hope that it fast tracks you and and your growth in in discerning whether God it's God speaking to you or whether it's just you or whether it's the enemy this is a this is a war it is it is not as easy as uh as we wish it would be, but still, it's it's real and it's legit. I want to encourage you, like if you've if you've crashed down a few times and you felt discouraged when it comes to hearing from God, and maybe times and dates have come and gone, to get back up again, to keep believing God is still speaking. He does still reveal times and seasons. Uh, I I. I I have times where I want to just be like, oh, I don't know if God even reveals times and seasons, but I looked in the Bible and He does do that, and so um, so I, I we can't let that go. But I encourage you to, to I encourage you to keep going. If you found this podcast helpful, I encourage you to subscribe. Uh, the plan is to release a new podcast every third Wednesday of the month, and I know that I've been absolutely terrible at that. I'm very humbled by that. It is my goal. It, it hangs on me, and I'm I'm sorry uh, for for not meeting my own goals there, but the plan is to to do this monthly. I encourage you to rate and review this on iTunes. Uh, this is huge, and it only takes a few seconds. And then to get the word out on social media. If you find this stuff helpful for you, I bet it's going to be helpful for other people. It would be great if you just took a few seconds and and just got the word out. Who knows? But I definitely would would guess that uh, that there are people out there that you know who are following you on social media that might be feeling further from God than they would prefer right now and might be wondering how they can rekindle that closeness to God. Again, thank you for rating and reviewing this. It makes a big difference. 
My heart is to see our whole generation reawaken to walk in fresh, close, long-lasting, life-giving connection to the God of the Bible. Some people can fumble through this path alone, but everyone is exponentially better with help.